பைபிள் ட்ரெஷர்ஸ் டாபிக் த்ரீ பிரேயர் வி வெல்கம் யூ டு தி சவுண்ட் டாக்டர் டெலிகாஸ்ட் praise god for enabling us to study god's word together like this with a specific reference to the study of sound doctrine we greet all of you our dear viewers in the name of our lord and savior jesus christ who is called the word of god we would like to remind you as to how we began this series of studies i pointed out to you the prediction that apostle paul so emphatically gave to his young timothy he told that young man times would come when people will not have a mind to listen to sound doctrine but they will turn away from the truth of god's word to listen to fables and stories and they would heap up teachers according to their own desires and taste and we all know those days are already upon us there is a scarcity and famine got god's word everywhere and while we talk about sound doctrine is it necessary that we unlearn all that is wrong so we may learn all that is right that's why we began studying this particular series of talks on the subject how not to pray we are unlearning the wrong practices which are so prevalent in our lives and the lives of our fellow christians so that we learn to pray the bible way in talk 1 that we had 2 weeks ago the first lesson that we learned under this topic was do not force god that means we cannot command god we can only ask him we can seek his face can plead before him and we can wait before him so that god according to his sovereign will answer in his own way we also consider the difference between the perfect will of god and the permissive will of god and last week we considered the second lesson do not accuse satan which means we do all that we want to do and then finally we dump all the blame on satan and i also pointed out from the book of james how each one of us we must learn to accept moral responsibility for our sins and failures and i also pointed out in that context that we cannot ever bind or banish satan only in millennium god will have a special angel with a great chain and he would be bound for 1000 years and even after that 1000 years for a little while he would be let go loose and today we can resist satan we can rebuke satan we can stay alert and be watchful against him we can cast him out but we cannot ever bind him or burn him or banish him or blaspheme him how not to pray number 1 do not force god number 2 do not accuse satan today we go to lesson number 3 do not forget the father do not forget the father 
whom to address in prayer is not properly taught to Christians today. Most of the modern Christians address their prayers to Jesus because that's how most of the preachers pray. The Bible consistently teaches that we must primarily address the Father in heaven in our prayer. For example, turn with me to Matthew's Gospel 6th chapter where we have the model prayer that the Lord Jesus Christ taught us in his great sermon on the mount. Verse 6. When you pray, go into a room and when you have shut the door, pray to your Father who is in secret. Come to verse 8. Your Father knows what you need even before you ask Him. Come to verse 9. In this manner therefore pray, Our Father in heaven. Dear brothers and sisters, words cannot be clearer than this, isn't it? And that's also a doctrinal teaching which Jesus gave in John's Gospel concerning this practice. 16th chapter, I'll read to you verses 23 and 24. That day you will ask me nothing. In the three and a half years of the Lord Jesus Christ walking with the disciples, working with the disciples and teaching his disciples, whatever they wanted, they immediately asked Jesus Christ directly. He was talking about in that day, another dispensation, another era that will usher in. That day you will ask me nothing. Most assuredly I say to you, whatever you ask the Father in my name, He will give it to you. He amplifies it further in the next words. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. You asked me, but you did not ask in my name. There is going to be a dispensational change. In that day you ask my Father in my name and He will do it to you. When you come down in the same chapter, the Lord Jesus Christ gives the reason why He made the teaching. Verses 25, 26 and 27. These things I have spoken to you in figurative language. The time is coming when I will no longer speak to you in figurative language, but I will tell you plainly about the Father. In that day you will ask in my name. I do not say to you that I shall pray to the Father for you. Father himself loves you. Such a beautiful privilege the Lord Jesus Christ was trying to present and unfold before his disciples. That's what the Lord Jesus Christ told in that garden tomb when he appeared after resurrection to Mary Magdalene, isn't it? What did he tell her? I am going to my father and your father. I am going to my God and your God. No, he was just saying that you go and tell my brothers and tell my disciples that the father to whom I am ascending is your father too. 
he was just trying to bring us into the glorious new dimensional relationship because jesus rose again and he was ascending to the father hallelujah i want to give you a question initial baptism with the holy spirit it is the lord jesus christ isn't it that's what john the baptist taught his disciples i baptize you with water mightier than i is coming who sandals i am not worthy even to bear he shall baptize you with the holy spirit jesus christ is the baptizer with the holy spirit even though jesus christ is the baptizer with the holy spirit the lord jesus christ has taught us to ask the father for the holy spirit Turn with me to Luke's Gospel, eleventh chapter, thirteenth verse. A very familiar passage to you. If you then, being you, will know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more will your heavenly Father give the Holy Spirit to those who ask Him? There is a progressive development of this divine revelation for this dispensation. Are you able to catch that? I am so thrilled to know that the early disciples very quickly grasped this change. I want to just to give you an illustration. The apostles were threatened that they should not speak in the name of Jesus any longer. These apostles they went back to their company and reported the matter to the disciples. Immediately, the early church lifted up its voice together in prayer to God. How did they pray? For example, the thirtieth verse of the fourth chapter of Acts of the Apostles. They say, "You stretch out your hand to heal, and that signs and wonders may be done through the name of your holy servant Jesus." You know, they were addressing the Father and referring to Jesus as the holy servant of the great God. I want you dear Christian friends that you go through this beautiful prayer and just analyze it study it we should pattern our prayer according to the biblical prescription Paul was very consistent in this practice turn with us to Ephesians second chapter 18th verse classic and concise and precise Through Christ, we both have access by one Spirit to the Father. Through Christ, by one Spirit to the Father. Are you able to see? Look at that. You know, each one separate. Now come with me to the book of Ephesians, third chapter again, and look at the fourteenth verse. For this reason, I bow my knees to the Father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Beautiful, isn't it? So it is not just here and there, but it is the whole thing. It is consistent, and we should go according to the biblical method. That is why we turn all these references, scripture references, and we read it for you. Now look at Romans eight chapter fifteenth verse. You did not receive the spirit of bondage again to fear, but you received the spirit of adoption by whom we cry out. Abba, Father. How many more references do you need for this important doctrine? 
I want you to have a glimpse of that portals of heaven when you go to God in prayer. Our Father who is in heaven and to his right hand is seated Jesus Christ, the Son of God. What is he doing there? Turn with us to the book of Hebrews and the fourth chapter. We'll read to you from verse 14 to 16. Seeing that we have a great high priest who has passed through the heavens, Jesus the Son of God, hold fast to our confession. We don't have a high priest who cannot sympathize with our weaknesses, but was in all points tempted as we are yet without sin. Jesus went through the heavens by his ascension and seated on the right hand of the Father, so we can boldly, without any spirit of condemnation, hesitation or apprehension, we can go to the Father, because there at his right hand is sitting someone. Who is he? The Son of God. What did he do? Tempted like all of us, yet without sin. So he is there, not to condemn us, but to sympathize with us. Glory! the first epistle of John, second chapter, Apostle John writes like this. Verse 1. My little children, these things I write to you that you may not sin. Anyone sins, we have an advocate with the Father, the Lord Jesus Christ, the righteous. I will say Jesus ever lives to make intercession for us who go to God through Him. We all believe in the Trinity of Godhead. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. Now the Trinity of Godhead is best understood, I want to tell you, in this exercise of prayer. Then comes a question. Does it mean, brother, that we cannot ever address Jesus in prayer? I tell you that addressing Jesus in prayer can be an exception. But that cannot be a general rule. For example, Stephen was being stoned by the persecutors. He was bleeding to death. He saw heaven open. See the Son of God standing on the right hand of the Father. And what did he say? I was bleeding. He is going to breathe last in another few seconds. He saw heaven open. Jesus standing up, once he was seated, now he's standing up. At that time, as a prayer of commitment and dedication, he said, Jesus, receive my spirit. That's not a model prayer. Dear brothers and sisters, we should take doctrine from the consistent teaching that runs through the Bible. When children grow, teach them to pray. Jesus, bless me, Jesus, keep me, Jesus, come with me. But when we move out of childhood, we should put away the childish things and come to the biblical pattern. Also, non-Christians, to start with, we have to teach them like that. That's why we have to further on develop them in the biblical doctrine to make them mature Christian. I want to tell you something. This change is not easy. So many years we have been praying that way to suddenly change it overnight is not going to be easy for you. However, we must take a conscious effort 
to change all our spiritual exercises to fall in line with the biblical pattern. Father and the Son and the Spirit, they are co-equal. But they maintain an order. The Bible says, Jesus shall submit everything to the Father and then finally he himself will be subject to God the Father so that God may be all in all. So we should always maintain this order and understanding so much so the lesson comes out clearly to us. Do not forget the Father. How not to pray? Number one, do not force God. Number two, do not accuse Satan. Number three, do not forget the Father. Shall we pray? Our Father in heaven, we thank you for this wonderful lesson that Christ has taught for us and the practice that the early apostles and the church, they really exercised in their prayer. Oh Father, wherever we need to change, if it is a change for the better, to come closer to the Bible, help us, O oh God, to do it. Father, we thank you that you are there for us and your Son is seated on your right hand for us. We give you all glory, power and honor. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.